Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب الشرح للسدر ويسر لأمر وحل الأرضة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين All praise and thanks due to Allah Hi everyone I hope you are good and well in good health and iman Inshallah And inshallah in today's episode we are still continuing with our journey to discover and explore the inner workings of our mind and as we have been discussing for the last few weeks, today is the seventh episode related to the psychology of thinking. And like I said, thinking comes so natural to us that it's easy to forget what a miraculous gift it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today I'm going to be sharing with you the final episode related to human psychology. And that element or part is the subconscious mind. Our amazing subconscious mind will be discussing that and its, and its most powerful subsistent belief and the power of belief just to quickly summarize what we've discussed so far so i've said that and i've broke human thought into seven elements which i call the seven part of the mental technology of thinking and that first element or part i called it the conscious mind which i said has got four powerful 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 subsystems of attention self-aware decision-making ability and willpower or self-control and then i said the second part or the second element of human thought is language and the subsystem of words and I said the third element or the third part of the mental technology of thinking I said is emotions or feelings that we think in feelings and then the fourth element or the fourth part as I like to call it I said we think in picture and then the fifth part was coherent we think in coherent to make sense of in the meaning and of the experiences of our lives and in the sixth element of human thought, or the sixth part, as it is private, the private nature of human thought. And then the seventh part, which is today, is the subconscious mind and its subsystem belief. We'll be talking about the power of belief and how the subconscious really runs all those elements. And like I said, we've got the ability to use our conscious mind to take control of our subconscious mind, which, like I said, gives us attention self-awareness, decision-making ability, self-control or willpower, which are the elements and subsystems or parts that give us the ability to be able to take control of our subconscious mind. Inshallah. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the subconscious mind, which really runs the show. The subconscious mind is considered as like a backup memory. It stores a long-term memory. It stores all our experiences in in the form of memories. And like I mentioned before, habit is one of the special memories that our subconscious mind uses. And that's why I say habit is not only an action we do, 
with a special type of memory or psychological mechanism or thought process which which our subconscious mind uses to organize our everyday thoughts and our everyday behavior so this is why we have to realize that the subconscious mind really runs the show and a good example of this is and it runs all our body functional that's why for example like when somebody and has and you know kidney dialysis and what used to be automatic now becomes a manual process and a painful one or like for example also like diabetic if somebody's like there's different types of diabetic but if somebody's diabetic the sugar or glucose monitoring which used to happen automatically is now become manual and it can also be a painful process so that's why the subconscious mind is a powerful 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 i like to call it a habit creating machine and the reason for this is that as human being we are natural born learners and as i had in the quran where allah says and we brought you out from the wounds of your mother not knowing nothing but we gave you hearing seeing intellect and a heart to understand with so because we're natural born learners we've always been learning since from since since we were formed in our mother's womb till the day we die we are always learning and this is why because as human being we are all born into an environment and culture which soon becomes second nature because we are automatically born into that and just like we learn the language we learn like the a mother a mother tongue or or that particular language that we grew up in that environment and there's a there's a hadith or saying of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam who said that every person is born with the fitra and which is the natural inclination to know allah or the disposition but he said the environment the environment um the environment corrupts it so that means that somebody if somebody's born like so somebody's born into christianity in a christian environment it becomes christianity if somebody's born in to jewish family they become jewish or somebody's born into like you know in or like in today's era where where there's the evolution the theory that you come from monkey so everybody's going to start to believe they come from a monkey so as natural as human being we're natural born learners and this is why as in when we enter into adulthood we can all bring a package we bring a package of good habits bad habits ugly habits and beautiful habits into into adulthood we've been conditioned by environment so in a way we can sometimes all be like a sheep or herds we come with a herd mentality <laughs> because of the and the political rhetoric the popular myths assumptions and the deeply ingrained and you know presumptions and that's why like for example as a somali community we know full well like tribalism or qabyalid has ruined us for centuries and also like you see in the west now you see racism and you see the social class like all these are all different types of things that people are born into and then they automatically becomes second nature to them so our subconscious mind is always storing our long term memories because we're natural born learners so the two biggest the two biggest programmers that it uses is belief and habits which behavior so it uses belief and habits because habit is a special type of memory but also stores remember all, all our other long term memories because it's in other words like i said it's considered like a a backup system or storage unit of all our experiences and of course that can can create you know happiness or unhappiness and the different types of emotions it can create 
So that's why it's important that we learn to use our conscious mind, like I said, attention, self-awareness, decision-making ability, and self-control or willpower by using those four powerful, powerful subsystems to direct our intention. We can set a clear direction for what we want to do, inshallah. So what I want to do really is just, inshallah, discuss with you in the most powerful subsystem of, of the subconscious mind, which is belief. So we've already discussed habit and behavior. So you've got belief, behavior, result, right? So our mindset shapes our experiences. And that's why that's why I said your life today is because of your thinking yesterday. And your life tomorrow will be because of your thinking today. And like I said, also, you don't decide your future. You decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so from the moment we were born, we were getting shaped and by the people around us, literally getting programmed by environment and our surroundings. So I want to share with you two, two examples, for example, how powerful beliefs are. And there's a story of a guy who's a, who's a successful businessman. And the story goes that what happened was he grew up in a house where he was raised by his mother like a single mother. So he didn't have a father figure. So his mom raised him up, but he was a, he was a below average student and he struggled with academic learning. But he promised his mom that he would take a, what they call SAT, which is a college entrance exam. And it's part maths and part verbal. For each one, you get 800. There's a possible 800 marks. So that's 1600. Basically, he pro- he only did this because he promised his mom he'd do it. So he did it. He took the test. And subhanAllah, he ended up getting 1480. That's that's the kind of thing that the smart students get, right? So when his mom found out, she, she said to him, did you cheat? <laughs> she knows her son. She knows he was, you know, below average student. So she said, did you cheat? He said, mom, I promise, I swear to God, I never, I tried to, but I couldn't. <laughs> so she could not believe that her son could pass. Anyway, so this guy, he could not believe he for what? He started to believe that he was smart. So anyway, he went to university and he ended up going to Ivy League and universities, like the top universities in America. He went to Princeton. I think Princeton is Princeton Jersey, right? One of those Ivy League in university, which are like the equivalent of Oxford or Cambridge, sort of like Cambridge University. Anyway, the story goes that, so what happened was he started going to class because he thought he was actually smarter than he thought. He started going into class and he changed his friend and then the teachers noticed his behavior change and his attitude. So they started treating him different. He ended up becoming successful in the academic and he became one of the most successful in business in business entrepreneur in magazine. Particularly, he had a magazine. It was a successful magazine company. Anyway, 12 years later, guess what happened? The university were doing a review to try to see how they can improve the exam. And then they realized that the year he took the test, he was one of 13 people who they sent the wrong results, right? And then guess what happened? He actually got 7, 740, which is below average because the average people, they get like about in 10, 10, which is like, you know, uh, 1,010 points, right? He was actually obviously below average. So he said, he said that people think that my life changed when I got the 1480. But he said my life really changed when I started acting like a 1480 student. Because he started acting and behaving. So behavior, his belief changed about himself. 
and then his behavior followed, right? And then the result. But he said that's when he started changing. So that's the power of belief. Before, when he was a poor average student being raised by his single mother, he thought he was not so smart. As soon as he got those wrong results, his beliefs changed about himself. Even though they were wrong, his beliefs changed. So that's why I say belief, behavior, result. Another story is, and there's a sister called Amira Ayad. She wrote a book called and healing body and soul, right? And she told the story how she, when she was about 18 years old, and she asked her parents if she, like she urged her parents to let her do her driving test, which they did, but after weeks, months of taking lessons, practicing, every time she got in the car, she was always nervous and scared, and she literally was in pain because she just could not learn. So she said one day, she was sitting in her bed, thinking why can't I do this what is wrong with me doing you know the usual negative self-talk right (laughs) so she's thinking what's wrong with me why can't I learn to drive and all these then suddenly it dawned on her that in her house her mom her sisters her auntie every single female in her household had tried to pass the driving to try to like get their driving license and they all failed so subconsciously she took she harbored that and absorbed that because she was a female member of that household, right? She subconsciously has that belief running automatically as a habit of thought that she cannot drive. You know, she can't get, she can't learn to drive. So obviously she was intelligent, mashallah. And then she started reprogramming herself in using positive self-talk, making dua. And then she started reprogramming herself and guess what, alhamdulillah, she finally got her driving license. And I think, I told you before, even my wife, she used to have a fear of driving. But like I said, she also overcame that. And alhamdulillah, after four attempts, she passed. I mentioned that to you before. And then of course, like my story, I struggled for years to break my bad habits, self-treating behaviors and negative addictive lifestyle choices. And then I made one dua, sincere dua to Allah. And then suddenly started changing my habits then that's when I realized the power of beliefs because you know and I think it was Henry Ford who said whether you believe it or not you are right because it's so true because what we believe belief is not just something that we and have it's something that persists us because when you believe in something you start acting different and you start changing and belief and aqeedah which in English is what we call a person's fundamental core beliefs or the convictions that we grasp and hold tight to, and we believe to be absolutely true, or the things we link and associate ourselves with. So, aqidah is powerful. It drives our behavior, because it's in the treasure box in our hearts, deep down. And of course, we believe, we know that as Muslims, it's imam, it relates to your imam, so it can fluctuate. So, your, so the more actions and behaviors you do, the more your belief and your self-confidence and your imam in any aspects of your life, it increases. The, the, the less you start doing those activities, the less your imam and your belief goes down because you're not starting to become confident. So that's when I realized that belief, behavior, and result. So that means we need to change our, our mindset. And that's why I said to you before, it's like in the three success formulas, really mindset, strategy, and then practice, right? Because you have to believe that you can do that particular thing you have to like I said you have to put your trust in Allah because that's sometimes negative emotions are going to get away like for example our sister we just mentioned Amira Ayad or even my wife you know fee negative emotions they get on your they get on the way because negative emotions 
The problem with negative emotions is they can overwhelm your thinking, your thinking brain, because obviously the emotions are more powerful than thoughts. Because and they can obviously they drive our they drive our behavior. Because the human heart, like I said, is the is the engine and it's the seat of understanding. So that's why we need to learn to use you know self control, attention, self awareness, and become aware of the emotional triggers. And like I mentioned before, like you know all the stuff I mentioned in the previous episodes, like we can use the language, we can change our words, because our words, like I mentioned, and the features of words, or what I call the secret life of words, like words have we said well, they have meanings. It's the meanings we give to the words, and then words have emotional tone, right? And then they have an association. So if you say a problem is a negative, it's gonna invoke a negative and emotional tone. If you say oh. If you have the same situation, instead of calling it a problem, you called it what? An opportunity, challenge, obstacle. Suddenly, you have a different issue. It changes your, it's like a mind shift. You change your mind shift. So you also have to also ask yourself, sometimes, like I mentioned also, it's an interpretation of offense and circumstances because we're the ones who are judging. And sometimes and we can become hypercritical of ourselves. Like when you make a mistake, we call ourselves like and my uncle I mentioned before is you're nasbata, you're an idiot and stupid like that or and our sister, you're going back to our sister Amir and Amir Ayad when she was like struggling to, you know, and like learn to drive a car, she's sitting in her bed asking herself, What's wrong with you? Why can't you do this? And then suddenly it dawned on her. Her all her family, she's from a young age, she's seen she's eighteen years old, nineteen that moment, and then she's seen her family, her mom. Her aunties, her cousins, everyone, all the female members in her family have tried to get their driving license, but they failed. So subconsciously, from her environment and surroundings, she harbored that deep down, deeply ingrained, embedded. Okay, so our beliefs, we have to really change, change our beliefs, right? And that's why we say, Allah says, Sink her with patience and prayer, for indeed it is hard. Except for a true believer. So it's our imam, our belief, our faith. So we have to have that belief and that self-confidence in ourselves. And have to try to attempt to, you know, change the way our habits. And remember, what we're saying is, this is all our, our beliefs are running in terms of a... They're running in terms of... It's like a habit of mind, a mental habit. It's a thinking habit. Habit of thought, whatever you want to call it. And there's... And I'm sure you are all familiar with the work of... an the American professor in Carol Dweck, with, who's, who, who's discovered that people have two types of mindset. A fixed mindset, that's the kind of people who believe that you are born with, like you're born naturally with talent and you're born with intelligence and abilities. And then there's the growth mindset people who believe that you, like, you can learn and develop all this. So you can learn and develop your intelligence, your ability and your talent. And alhamdulillah, I've always been a, a growth mindset kind of guy. But like everybody, we all have fixed mindset in certain places. For example, how many family and friends do you know? Or maybe even yourself, you say, I'm not good at maths. And I'm not creative. Or I'm not good at speaking in front of people. Or I'm not good at leading. Or I'm not good at sports. And vice versa, contrary that we sometimes think, yeah, I'm good at football. Like me, I used to think I'm good at football, long distance running and a sports guy. But I used to think like I'm not good at academic. Like, oh, I hate maths, 
hay english hatulisa boring lisa hard you know we was realize i had a fixed mindset alhamdulillah and when i discovered that success is really about your mindset and it's about shifting your mindset then obviously i started changing my mindset <laughs> alhamdulillah so inshallah as usual i'm going to share with you some tips and suggestions or habits on how we can leverage this but before i do that i just want to remind you that um, one of the weaknesses of our subconscious mind is that it can easily fall prey or succumb to the whispers of you know our nafs or shaitan and the environment like you know the media and stuff like this so because obviously this is a powerful powerful you know amazing um psychological mechanism so we're not always aware and like i mentioned you know we don't always pay attention to everything so but i want to remind ourselves like we have to remind ourselves that there's nothing there is no difficulty or you know challenges that we cannot overcome right and the truth is in you know it's good that we are encouraging each other and reminding each other but at the end of the day no one can convince you you have to learn to you know convince yourself that you can do whatever you want to do and that's why i was saying like you have to learn how to do good thinking or good self talk and encourage yourself and self motivate so inshallah what i'm going to do is share with you some questions to ask yourself inshallah and remember also like you have to say a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem and to be to be able to you know and and pay attention because we don't want to get into bad habits or self defeating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choices because life happens as well and we all get challenges and like i said before i mentioned that because of the in changing nature of uh, circumstances of life that's why we can go through different types of emotional and mental states all day long every day long and we have to become aware of of our mood and of our experience and make sure that we don't let it overwhelm us because like i said strong emotions like fear anxiety and depressions or sadness or worry all those things can and be self limiting and can create self limiting beliefs and habits inshallah so inshallah without further ado i'm going to share with you in those tips suggestions on habits on how we can and leverage our subconscious mind and the first one of course like you know, i've been just is just a recap really on some of the things i've been mentioned before is to make sure that you set yourself a clear direction so that means having goals because they say clarity is power the reason why is getting clear on what's important and what's not important because they say clarity on what's important provides clarity on what's not important and that's why i'm saying like ask yourself what do i want why do i want it or why is it important to me and also like i mentioned before what is your wish or dream for the future and what is stopping you and ask yourself what am i willing to do to get it so in other words can you pass the emotional commitment test that's one the other thing is write things down like i mentioned before and start to capture your thoughts write down your goals because this is how you be able to distinguish what's good and what's not good and what you're consuming or not because they say in the technology world they say gargo in gargo out which means garbage in garbage out <laughs> so also make sure that what you're consuming is you know being around like i mentioned before being around positive people being around in positive environment all these things helps you and do not watch too much news <laughs> inshallah and the second thing is is related to your biology what are you eating what are you consuming is it first fruit 
the first rule should be no haram <laughs> okay so you have to make sure are you sleeping good are you eating well are you resting are you moving and exercising because your biology remember affects your chemistry and your emotion they're all linked together okay and then the third one is your emotion how you handling the everyday hustle and bustle of everyday life do you have good meaningful relationship with those around you do you have good meaningful relationship with yourself is your heart and mind in conflict why <laughs> remember saying markas ananatin if you berating yourself why is it so you have to ask yourself why am i feeling like this and sometimes we say i'm angry but not really you have to go deeper at the next level what angry is in what are you frustrated are you annoyed are you disappointed because being able to name your emotions is good and so that you can get to the root and then also you be able to know what's triggered that what triggered that if you can be able to become aware of the triggering you know circumstances and effects and then you can ask yourself can i change this is this a recurring theme in my life then you can change like myself when i realized that hanging about with the wrong crowd of friends was bringing me stress because i knew hanging about with them was not good for my for my life and my hair after because they were the kind of friends who took you away from allah and took you so close to a bad place so you have to learn to change that and then of course spiritually do you have a good relationship with your lord are you reading quran are you doing dhikr you see that even in the west they try to separate religion and spirituality but you can't do that so they because they don't want in the obligation the obligation <laughs> so people now in because we live in a secular society they want the benefit of spirituality so they go to like you know buddha meditation and yoga retreats and all these retreats to like half an hour routine or ritual but religion and spirituality cannot be separated right because the big questions of the spiritual habits are like i said questions are like a place in our heart and mind so what's the purpose of life what's the meaning of you know what's the meaning of your life all these questions are not questions that you want to get to 40 50 60 years old and start asking because that's a dangerous hour <laughs> so spirituality but of course as muslims we have to also ask ourselves like do we have a good relationship with our creator and are we making a meaningful contribution to our afterlife and are we getting distracted with the hustle and bustle of everyday life inshallah and i'll leave it for that so so that's the seven part of the mental technology of thinking i said the first one is our conscious mind which gives us attention self awareness decision making ability and self control will power and the second part of the mental technology of thinking is language which gives us words and the third element of human for or the third part of the mental technology of thinking is emotions or feelings which are the most powerful psychological thought process and that drive our behavior and in the fourth an element or the fourth part of the mental technology of thinking is we think in picture so we could use if we could envision the future and we can you know go back in the past and see in picture our memories in the past is in picture and then the fifth part is i said we thinking coherent order to make sense of the meaning of ourselves and and our lives and in the sixth element or the sixth part of the mental technology of thinking is private the private nature of human thought which i said most of our thought happens below the threshold of our awareness and our subconscious mind runs it and today we talked about the subconscious mind itself the seventh part 
or the seventh element of human thought or the seventh part of the mental technology of thinking, subconscious mind and its subsystema, long-term memory and particularly habits, but its most powerful one is belief or aqeedah. And inshallah, that's it for today. And I wish you success in this life and hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasratan fil akhirat hasratan wa qina adab al-nar. Allah give us good in this life and hereafter. And safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.